0: Welcome to Sophisticated Mom, and I'm your host, Dr. Sophia, the creator of the Christian lifestyle blog, SophisticatedMom.com. I will break down faith-based advice and make it applicable and relatable to help you on your journey on this thing we call life. You'll learn everything you need to know on how to become the master of your own destiny. What we're going to be talking about is we're going to be talking about backsliding and how to prevent yourself from backsliding. I definitely want to put a caveat out there, and this is something that is not popular within Christian belief, but I'm going to prove to you that the Bible specifically does say that. Just because God, Jesus died for us and he gives us the grace to be forgiven for our sins, it doesn't necessarily mean that it's okay to continuously backslide. Yes, do we make mistakes? Surely we do because we're not perfect, but there's a difference between willingly and knowingly backsliding and not even making an attempt to do the right thing. And there is a difference between, you know, dang, I backslid, I'm really repentant, let me not try to do it anymore. Like I said, I have been celibate for many years, I made many mistakes when I first started to become celibate, I failed many times. One time I was celibate for two years, and then I backslid, but then now I'm celibate for what, now five and a half years. So it's a difference between, dang, I backslid, I messed up, now let me get back on track. Imagine if I were to try to get back on track and two days later I backslid again, or I keep doing the same thing. It's like, yes, we backslide. Yes, I tried to be celibate many times, but eventually I did succeed. And so God doesn't punish us for making mistakes when we earnestly try with a pure heart. But God also knows if we're earnestly trying with a pure heart or if we're just intentionally backsliding and like being like, OK, forgive me, Jesus. And you have every intent on doing the same thing again. Now you're just openly doing the wrong thing and you're not even trying One of the fruits of the spirit, God specifically said, is self-control. At some token, you can no longer continuously backslide and make the same exact mistakes over and over again. At some point, God is going to expect you to exercise fruits of the spirit and he's going to expect you to have self-control. So let's go ahead and get into some Bible verses. So the first one we're going to get into is Proverbs 14, 14 through 16. And it says the backslider in heart will have to feel." The backslider in heart will have his fill with his own word and his rotten ways, but a good man will be satisfied with his ways, the godly thoughts and actions which his heart pursues and which he delights. The naive or inexperienced person is e- is easily misled and believes every word that he hears. But the prudent man is discreet and astute and considers where he is strong. So what this basically is saying is that, you know, if you are a believer in God, sometimes the world is going to tell you something completely opposite. When I mentioned that whole celibacy story, I can almost bet y'all was like, Sophia, you need to have sex. OK, but if God told me to stop doing it, I'm not going to listen to other people. And there's been plenty of people who have told me that I need to have sex but see if I was if I was not trying to discern what the perfect will of God was for my life and know what God told me for my own I would be listening to other people and ultimately who's going to be responsible for that backsliding I will be responsible for that backsliding because what specifically does it say a good man will be satisfied with his ways the godly thought and this is in parentheses the godly thought and actions which his heart pursues so if god is speaking to your heart and he's telling you to perform a certain action or to stop doing something that is what you're satisfied with you're not satisfied with and what does it say a naive or inexperienced person is easily misled and believes every every word that he hears because it's like okay but who are you living for are you living for god or are you living for other people are you just going to believe that the world says this is okay you're supposed to be doing this when you know for a fact that god has set has told you other And so one of the things is that a backslider in his heart will have feel of his own rotten ways oftentimes when we backslide, backslide it could be because of works of the flesh like I said when I was celibate and I messed up okay it was a lust thing like let's be real I'm not going to sit up there and be like oh no something no it was a lust thing and that is why I was backsliding because it was because of my own selfish desires and what I wanted to do and not necessarily the desires that God wanted for me and so you have to recognize why am I backsliding am I backsliding because I want to feed the flesh because it is what I want or am I backsliding because um I really just messed up you know what I mean and so as you get more experience and as you get more in tune with the will of God not only will you have strength but you will also not be the inexperienced that he was talking about and you won't necessarily be so misled if that makes sense so let's go into the next bible verse so it is proverbs 24 16 For a righteous man falls seven times and rises again, but the wicked stumble in the time of disaster and collapse. So notice what I said isn't necessarily a sin to backslide. No, it's not necessarily a sin, but there's a difference between a true person who is repentant and a person who is in the Bible. This is just the word that I'm using, wicked. So it says, for the righteous man falls seven times and rises again. So that's just what I was talking about, even using as my celibacy as a example. Yes, I tried to be celibate many times. Sometimes it was six months. Sometimes it was nine months. One time it was two years. Now it's up to five or six years. This is falling down and getting back up. Notice this is not, oh, I was celibate for one week and then I messed up and then a month And then and then I messed up and then another two weeks and then I messed up. You know, if it's the same type of thing, like, yes, even if that was the case, you should show some type of improvement somewhere. At least you're getting back up with the intent of not sinning again. When I had sex, I was like, I am not going to do this again. And even when I did, I didn't set my mind on doing it. And afterwards, I'm like, I'm not going to do this again. I got back up and I got better and I got better and I got better. Notice when it says Um, for the righteous man falls seven times and rises again but the wicked stumbles in time of disaster and collapse so if this is a situation where you're just continuously justifying what you are backsliding on and you're just stumbling and it's getting worse and you're going in complete disarray with it and you're just noticing that you're not even trying you're not even getting back up and trying to do better you're just like oh I backslide and I'm completely okay with that let's go ahead and just go crazy with it right then obviously you are not even making in a tent, because one thing that people make the mistake of, and I've even talked to people like this: Oh, I'm just going to ask God for forgiveness. I'm going to ask for God for forgiveness. Okay, that's great, but ultimately, God still knows the intention of your heart. He knows. If you have an intent to get up and go again and with knowing that you're going to go with all of your heart, even if you mess up the next, next day, he still knows your intention and what your intention was. And if it was truly a mistake or if you just didn't care about messing up and whatever it was, it whatever it was, you know what I mean? So so don't try to masquerade and put blinders over God's eyes and say, oh, I messed up in forgiveness because he knows how much intent and how much you actually try to not do something or to try to backslide. Whether or whether you were just like, oh, if it's all good, I'll ask for forgiveness tomorrow because you still have to try. So, the next Bible verse we're going to get into is Jeremiah 8 5. And what it specifically says is, do not, I'm going to start from um, 8 4 actually. Do men fall and not rise up again? Does one not turn away from God and not repent and return to Him? Why then has the people of Jerusalem turned away with perpetual turning away from me? They, did, they hold tightly to deceit, idolatry. They refuse to pr- repent. And I want you to remember that and return to God. And so what he's saying is like, this is what I was talking about. It's like repentance is more than just being like, oh, God, please forgive me. And it's not the intention of your heart, because the intention is to truly want to turn back to God and return to what he is telling you to do and so this is goes back because if you remember the bible verse that we just read it kind of repeats this do men fall and not rise up again that's what you should do, right? Does not want to turn away from God and not repent and return to him. So it's like you still have to return to God. Don't think that, oh, I backslid. I'm going to ask for forgiveness with every intent on stealing tomorrow, with every intent on lying tomorrow, with every intent on doing that, because really you're not returning to God within your heart. If you truly repent, God is like, you know what, we good, but let's go ahead and not sin anymore. Whenever you notice that Jesus um, you know I mean Jesus healed people right we know that like whenever even with Mary Magdalene the woman who was casted all these demons was casted out of her the woman who's about to be stoned to death from adultery what did he say he said get up and sin no more so it's like and I'm sure they sinned right like I'm sure they did because they're people but it, the intent really matters what you're doing can you imagine if God has saved the woman from being stoned to death and the next day she's sitting up there committing adultery with the same type of dude and then she out there again get ready to get stoned to death God was, God Jesus would be like I told you to get up and not sin no more it's like did she probably lie or commit some sin in her life probably but you can't then repent right there and be like oh wow that was a great lucky break God saved me let me go back and do the same thing because Jesus is just gonna come back and do it again and he's gonna draw something in the sand and say those without sin cast the first stone and they're not gonna stone me to death if I commit adultery again it's like no you probably will get stoned to death the second time because you keep doing the second the same thing so even you have to know in regards to backsliding or what I have known in my personal life and you can watch my video I'll post it down below on when I decided to finally become celibate is I noticed that after I kept continuously falling and failing in my celibacy journey consequences started to come with that dire consequences as far as how the men were treating me as far as what they were doing after I had broken my celibacy because God is like all right enough like I get that you're falling down and you're getting back up and you're repenting and you're coming to me and all but still sooner or later you're going to have to start to face the consequences of your actions God specifically says that we reap what we sow and so if you're continuously backsliding and you're not trying to really be dedicated to the Lord and sometimes you may be completely dedicated to the Lord but God is like okay I need to hurt your feelings real quick just like the Bible verse says he punishes the son. Whom he delights. He punishes us because he delights us. So if he even notices that we're continuously backsliding, even if we're fully dedicated to the Lord, but we keep doing the same thing, sometimes dire consequences will come with that so that we don't continuously do the same thing over and over again. Because ultimately, the things that God tells us not to do is really for our own good. Don't lie, don't steal. These things can land us in jail. God is never telling us not to do something or not to backslide or not to continuously do pornography or watch pornography or whatever or have an addiction or whatever the case may be or continuously do drugs. He is not saying, hey, You know, you don't do those things. He's saying don't do those things because ultimately they can kill us, they can land us in jail, they can hurt us. It's not like he's just saying it to waste his breath and really these things are good for us, and he just doesn't want us to enjoy life. There are reasons for that. And I think and I think that when you ultimately realize that, that will keep you kind of from backsliding. If by chance you're addicted to drugs and you're like, Hey, I've done drugs a whole bunch of times, and you even hear stories about this, even people who continuously relapse that one last time that they might relapse, they might overdose yeah they did drugs a whole bunch of time and this one time that they decided to relapse they overdosed because you don't know the consequences so the fact that they did not relapse um yes that gave some effort but you have to understand that every time you do decide to backslide you are putting yourself at risk and you are opening yourself up to the consequences of whatever it is that you're backsliding in and that might be the one time if you weren't of you having sex without protection and you decide not to be celibate or that might be the one time where you break your celibacy, you decide to not have sex without protection, that you get an STD that you can't get rid of, that you get AIDS, and you can't be like, Oh, but God, I tried, and God is going to be like, Okay, but regardless, you kind of remove yourself from my protection when you continuously backslide and make the wrong decisions, and you reap what you sow because we know the consequences of unprotected sex. And that's not saying I'm, I feel like anybody deserves anything, I'm just using that as an example that whenever we do things right, it's like, Whenever we backslide, consequences can come out of that. If I decide to steal something and I'm a kleptomaniac and I'm stealing from the store, yeah, I might not have stolen anything in a year. Yes, God might be proud of me, but that one time that you might backslide might be the one time God is like, you know what, I'm tired of you. I'm just going to let the consequences fall and you might go to jail. You know what I mean? And so it's these sort of things that you just have to realize that, you know, whenever you backslide, aside from asking for grace, you might not have the opportunity. I mean, you always have the opportunity to. Pre- to repent some people don't if you're going to die or whatever but you know you might have the opportunity to repent but it might be too late the consequences might have already have fallen by the time you get around to repenting because the action of backsliding and whatever it is is still the action and you still reap what you sow regardless of praying repentance and any of that you still can reap what you sow the fact that you don't reap what you sow is God just shining favor on you but that's still an actual um consequence of what you might be doing if that makes sense all right guys so i definitely hope that this encouraged you on how to not backslide (laughs) um don't forget to like this video don't forget to subscribe and i will see you guys another day another time bye y'all not ready for the show to end it doesn't have to you can head over to my site where you can read hundreds of articles and also you can feel free to shop my store where i have all of my products for sale And last but not least, for even more video content, feel free to visit my YouTube channel where I talk about a wide array of content. Thank you guys so much for tuning in and until next time, stay blessed.